Hi, I'm Taylor. Hi, I'm Jenny. Are you into ghosts, aliens, or murder? It's okay if you do, because we love terrible things too. It's why we started our podcast, A Little Bit Grim. We talk about the paranormal, true crime, folklore, cults, conspiracies, some disasters, and every other heinous thing that could possibly happen to a person. It's a little bit spooky. It's a little bit funny. And it's a little bit grim. And you can find us wherever you like to stream your podcasts. And find us on your favorite social media platforms. We'll see you there. Goodbye! At this point, I'm getting nervous it's not coming, so I know it's about to get here. One more? You're totally right. (laughs) Oh, 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 we're back home. I was vibing at work, and then it actually changes to a different song. Hello. You are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And I'm hoping it's not showing. So listen, I never, I'm really salty because I hardly ever used to get sick. Oh God. And here we are again. Here we are. This is like the second time this month. There's like a cold going around. Thank God this is like pales in comparison to the other times I've been sick but like Mm -hmm. it is over for y'all when I stop being sick every time I turn around stay over there I know honestly we're we're keeping distance for the most part like as well as we can in this house yeah it's a little house we're not sharing things nope this is a clean glass maybe I was informed (laughs) earlier it may not be so clean but I I washed it and deemed it safe to drink out of. So I'm not even gonna tell you guys. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's we're back. We're here again, and we're back to normal episode. Well, the structure new, new normal. New yes. normal. Isn't that what we're all dealing with anymore? Mm. Really? What's normal anymore? Mm. Who knows? I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm so like I was just gonna. That's the same. That has never changed. No, I'm perpetually and always tired. Have been for about. 28 years maybe you know what doesn't help the freaking time change and the fact that it was dark at six o'clock i just showed you that thing that that uh still from squid game and it's like your next task is to not talk about how dark it is after 5 p.m for the next three months you lost i did i lost terribly uh no it is true though because i on the weekends i work 6 a.m to 6 30 p.m so i get to work in the dark and then i stepped out on the patio at like 5 45 5 50 i was like mm, some fresh air the sun is about 45 to 50 percent set this the sky is pink and purple i went god dang dang well you just lost two so no i know i'll complain about it i don't care <laughs> which if you guys still haven't watched squid games one watch it two go listen to our episode that we covered in korea yeah yeah i can't remember uh oh my gosh what was that place called oh gongium yeah oh yes okay it was the gongium insane asylum yeah 
Man, there are so many sounds happening in this house. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody always There's another get, dying human in the other room. I know. Room. You always get a little surprise in our episodes. So this one is Maddie is currently dying on the couch in the other room, but I don't think we'll pick her up. And we bought a fancy new self-cleaning litter box that for mm-hmm. some reason I've put in this room. So it's cleaning itself right now, but I don't think it's that loud. It's just like a dull hum, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. I mean, we've all... We've been listening for a year, over a year now. You all have dealt with my air conditioning and my heat kicking on. You can deal with a litter box. It's fine. Cats. Cats. Hiding, falling on things. Oh, gosh. Literally choking and dying. stopping our recording while we're recording. Yeah. A lot of things have happened. Hmm. Rarely do we just have, like, just, you know, straight through no no hiccup episodes that doesn't really happen a lot one day we'll have that recording studio we long for today is not that day it's not today listen i need time i need money and i need motivation i have none of those things right now so mm-hmm. well, well then let's there. try to at least get through this hour-long episode yeah let's please. do it so we have a drink this time i feel like we have we've kind of skimmed over the whole drink thing for a while now we have not even for reason like I don't even know why. I don't know. But we're here. I don't know. We always are like, you guys can drink along with us. But, you know, we're just here to drink. Mm-hmm. It's for it's for funsies that we pair these episodes with these drinks. So this time, this pairing that we have, it's a wine. And it is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell the audience at home what we're drinking today. Mm-hmm. It's actually tasty brand like the like the cooking buzzfeed tasty yeah buzz is it buzzfeed tasty mm-hmm. it's just you yeah the tasty videos you everyone knows who they are by now it's tasty brand beyond red blend yes and the topic that we're covering today is the mcpike mansion in alton illinois yep now you're probably wondering how does beyond red blend match up with the mcpike mansion in alton illinois I'll tell you right now, I don't know, <laughs> because this is what was in my kitchen unopened. Yeah. So that's what you get. You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit, and today we're drinking tasty. Here's the thing. We've had this bottle of wine for a little bit, only because the name is so ambiguous that it could go with literally any of our episodes, because Beyond the Grave. Yeah, we're talking about Spirits Beyond the Grave. There's the tie. There you go. This so, was for our fallback if we ever couldn't find anything, apparently, and this was that time. Or if we are just uh, lazy or forgot. Or sick and can't go out and buy things <laughs> and don't because we're out. being responsible. Because actually, I did have a pairing in mind for this, but it slipped my mind to pick it up. So this is what we're drinking. Great. Yay. Great. So now we have to go buy another bottle so the next time we forget we can yeah, have we'll just Beyond always have tasty beyond if it doesn't suck we'll always have this on deck like that's true spirits beyond the grave beyond we're gonna be drinking a lot of beyond yeah (laughs) it's it's always there if we need it so this is a crack bottle which i feel like it's not really surprising that's okay i don't even remember how much it cost it was on sale at the time but under 10 bucks uh uh, something like that yeah so I'm going to crack it open. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Just a simple light crack. That was good. It wasn't like it didn't knock me off my feet, but it was definitely relaxing. You know, as I'm smelling this, I, it's dawning on me how long it's been since I've actually drank wine. I don't know. It's been so, I feel like it's been such a long time since I actually drank wine mm-hmm. that this is, 
interesting. I should read the notes because I'm actually really confused. What? I mean, you'll smell it and you'll see. So, from the internet's favorite kitchen straight to your dinner table, Tasty's Beyond Red Blend is the perfect complement to any meal. Notes of freshly picked raspberry and juicy red fruit accompany a velvety smooth finish. Pair this rich wine with a savory, tasty recipe, of course, like Beef Wellington for two, and let the night begin, now that's what... Oh, let the night begin. Pause. Now that's what we call tasty. Oh. But it smells like... Peppery? To me, it smells like pepper. It makes sense if it wants you to pair it with something savory. So. I definitely... <laughs> Oh, no. I had to finish the Hawaiian punch in my cup <laughs> to put wine in it. I'm an adult. It's fine. It's okay. No, so I'm I'm pouring a glass now, and then I'm going to let Megan taste it. Be- or taste it. Well, I mean, eventually taste it. But mostly smell it. It smells like, please tell me. Yeah. It's not pepper. It's like. It's just a deep savory. Ooh, it's got a nice purpley color to it, like a deep purple. Oh, it's, it's, look at that. That's nice. Yeah, and it's. Spice, it just smells spicy, which is interesting mm. to me because it mentions nothing about spice. I might pick up raspberry. I'm trying it. Here we go. On like the tail end, I smell raspberry, I guess. Thoughts, feelings, wow. Is, that's now that's so what we call tasty. Subtle. I feel like the spice is there, but it's not activated. <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate until you... <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. I, guys, it's... We just did an episode about TikTok videos. I know, (laughs) we're 30 years old and we have TikTok. And I'm telling you, these sounds are like absorbing my life right now. I'm just going to keep plugging past episodes. What I've done, Ganjum, and now our TikTok episode. Yeah, just check them out. Just listen to every single episode, actually. We'd appreciate it. Anyway, this smells really spicy, but the taste is so subtle, and I feel like all of that spice would 100% explode if you put it with something savory. Right. This, it is very smooth. There's not, like, any super spiciness to it or any, like, really intense flavor. I think, I mean, I think they made a safe red blend that, like they said, could go with just about anything. That's true, too. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty well-rounded, in my opinion. Not a bad wine. You know what? I think we'll buy another one. We will buy Beyond to keep on deck. So, like we said, we're covering the McPike Mansion in Alton, Illinois. Yes. So we decided to bring it a little bit closer to home. I know we were getting kind of exotic there for a little bit. Oh, I know. But Well, because before TikTok was the um, Hawaii, we did the IO Theater. Yes. I think we may have been pronouncing that wrong, by the way. Wait, Why? I don't think it's pronounced like each letter I-A-O. I've, I heard, okay, I heard someone who was in Hawaii that they, I don't know if they lived there or nearby, but they, I swear that's how they pronounce it. But then I heard someone else say it like the I-A-O or something, and I was like, mm, I'll um, stick with I-A-O theater. Uh-oh, yeah, I feel, well, because this is stupid. I have no, just like the English language makes no sense, and every letter has a different sound depending on the word that it's in and the context that it's used. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, Hawaii the last letter is not an E, it's an I. So would it be the Yayo Theater? Poop. Man, we just spent an hour and 15 I minutes. I know, I know. Jeez Louise. Yikes. Okay, well, the point is we're back to the Midwest, Where Illinois, are... which actually this part of Illinois is closer to, I think, St. Louis. From what I've read and looked into, it sounds like a lot of 
St. Louis, Missouri people kind of make their way up here. Yeah, I want to say for us, it's like a three-hour drive, and St. Louis is like a four-hour drive. Yeah, I'm. I'm so that would I make sense. I should have looked this up, but yeah, I'm almost certain that Alton, Illinois, is a stone's throw away from St. Louis, pretty much. Anyway, I will be doing the history on the McPike Mansion, and what I found and doing my research is that everyone had a little bit of something oh you look surprised well no it's actually very close and it looks like a very scenic drive it's 34 minutes and you go along the river the whole way oh pretty much okay pretty much there you go wonderful anyway in my (laughs) research of the mcpike mansion everyone had a little bit of something i found a ton of websites and articles and newspapers just all these websites covering the mcpike mansion but none of them in i don't know in detail i guess or they didn't have as much information i want it was very broken and just quick snippets of this person had this little piece this person had this little piece i said am i really about to have like 10 yeah yeah, (laughs) 10 plus sources and have to sort through it and piece it all together into some sort of timeline i said someone somewhere had to have wrote something that a little bit just that encompassed everything right and my god i found it oh thank god i was about to give up i know i remember you talking to me about it you're like i'm gonna have a bunch of sources i don't know what to do yeah i was freaking out like i don't even know how many tabs i had open so i came across this one and i clicked on just out of desperation at this point i some like i have to find something more concrete at this point i found it on hauntedillinois.com. I should have just yeah. gone straight to the source. You right. Know? Just right. trusted my gut on that one. Terror Hote has never let us down. I know. Or, um, what is it? Angel Fire? Angel Fire, yeah. But there's Terror Hote, too. Terror Hote, yeah. <laughs> I should have just trusted my gut on that one. Yes. So I found this article, or this piece, written by Troy Taylor. And it's actually not super recent. <laughs> It's well at the bottom of the website. It says copyright in two thousand seven. Oh God. Okay. So I don't know how much has changed in the last fourteen ish years, but sorry, I had to sniffle over here. I, it's all starting. These it's happening. Sounds I know. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't have an actual date of when this was written, but the bottom of the page says copyright twenty seven to two thousand seven. Twenty seven. Here we go. My God. <laughs> and Troy had quite a bit to say, but I. And thankful for him. Yeah. Considering he's the only one that had a lot to say, apparently. Yeah. I mean, everyone's like, really cool place. It's haunted. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And then what? (laughs) So I'll go ahead. He's got quite a bit. I may have to skip around a little bit, but this is all coming from the same website. Yay. Yay. Says... (laughs) When just about any native of the Alton area thinks of a haunted house, normally one name comes to mind. The infamous McPike Mansion on Albee Street. Dum dum. <laughs> As I am not a native of Alton, I was allowed to have some doubts about the authenticity of the reported hauntings here. Fair. However, even as I begin to dismiss the fanciful tales of so-called psychics, I almost said physics. <laughs> so-called physics. Uh, psychics and the breathless stories of vandals and curiosity seekers, I was overwhelmed with accounts of strange encounters in the house. Many of them came from people with no reason to lie. 
reliable witnesses and ghost researchers who had gone to the house expecting to find anything but ghosts. I mean, I guess if you're a ghost hunter, you probably are looking for ghosts, but... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they said that what they found is another question altogether, but simply based on the number of stories that swirled about the place, it was soon obvious that they... I could not... I should keep in there first-person point of view here. I could not refer to the McPike Mansion as anything other than one of the most haunted houses in the city of Alton. (sighs) Okay. I know. I know. (laughs) As with many other haunted houses, though, not many people know the history behind the once grand structure. Tell us, Troy. Tell me that history. The house was built in 1869 for Henry Guest McPike. The Mike, the McPike family <laughs> oh my can be the McPike family can be traced back to Scotland, and Henry McPike's ancestry includes a number of patriots who fought during the Revolutionary War, including Captain Moses or Mose. I guess it's just Mose Guest McPike. Mo- Have you Mosey? not watched The Office? M O S E Mose. It's just Mose. I, I mean, I know The Office <laughs> is not the end all be all, but Dwight's brother's name is Mose. No, I've only seen like bits and pieces of the office. Come at me, people. Honestly. I showed you where she threw the cat. What is it? Save, save bandit and threw him through the ceiling. You saw that? Yes. Okay. Well, Moe's. I'm okay. pretty sure. Captain Moe's guest McPike of New Jersey and Captain James McPike, both of whom were at Valley Forge with George Washington. Wow. Neat. James McPike came to West Kentucky in 1795, bringing with him his sons, John and Richard. Henry McPike was a son of John McPike and came to Alton as a very young man in 1847. McPike soon became active in the business and political community of Alton and over a period of years was involved in a number of different companies, working as real estate agent, box manufacturer, and insurance executive, along with other things. Just a jack of all trades. I was going to say, a man of many (laughs) talents. He also became the president of the oldest horticultural society in Illinois. Now, I don't know if I said that right. No, I think you did, because actually I think I came across that in my research as well. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to play off that for a drink, and I didn't get to, because I read somewhere else, and I don't know if down the line they'll refer to him this way, but they also said he was an arborist. Okay. So I do think they get to something else, so I'll go ahead and not mention it just yet. Okay. His political aspirations did not get off to a quick start, however, although he did have an interest in the abolitionist movement. (laughs) His father had been the editor of a Whig newspaper. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) The Whig party. The Whig party. I'm laughing because I know what's about to happen when I read this. Yeah, I mean, for, to me or just in general? To you. Okay, go on. The yeah. Whig Party later became the Republicans in the time of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I Do you think I'm going to go off on my little rant again? No, I mean, you just have that fancy school history. I know I only have I only have my broken school history knowledge not real history knowledge you know the history that you don't learn in schools my god you guys don't even know do just don't ever ever talk politics with your co-workers Coworkers. or family oh, members or now. that's true so oh my gosh I yeah, and you know what? It's funny. It's weird how the Republican Party of the late 19th century is not the same as the Republican Party in the early 
21st century. It's weird mm-hmm. how that works. I know it's crazy. Crazy. It's it's absolutely wild. Same with the Democratic Party. It's just it it's crazy what 300 years can do to a party. Yeah. It's weird. Mhm. Moving <laughs> on. Well, that's technically 200 years, but we're not going to get into it. It's fine. I'm not going to have this conversation with you because it's preaching to the choir. Yes. <laughs> Are you glad you got that off your chest? Yes. <laughs> she says to herself. Anyway, John McPike was an early advocate of the abol- uh, abolition of slavery. So, yay. yay. Oh, that's, I had a moment of like, I, I couldn't process what you said. I was like, yay. Yes. yes. Yay. yay. Despite this, McPike never sought political office, although it was offered to him many times. The good never do. Why? He doesn't want to get corrupt. He exactly. Yes. Don't change him. During the Civil War, he was called upon to act as duty provost marshal of the district, and his, and this placed him in a management position in the War Department. After this, he was said to have begun acting as a representative in many conventions and with the city council. This would eventually lead to a stint as mayor of Alton from 1887 to 1891. Didn't you just say he didn't want any political office? Maybe they didn't see it as a political seat in the 1800s. I suppose. So I was about to say, because I was like, for someone who doesn't want to get politically involved, you're sure effing involved. That's what I'm I'm thinking that as I read it. And I don't know, I guess that's some research for another time that maybe the mayor was just like the face of the city. Yeah. I mean, considering they don't like hold a seat or any kind of, you know, leeway in anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't, they don't, they don't like make the big decisions sorry to all the mayors out there i'm sure you're doing great work but like wonderful wonderful you also don't <laughs> hold a seat in the senate or anything like that so uh... well that's a little bit about john but we're here for the mansion oh yeah so... like forget all the pl- political stuff we don't like politics let's say, here let's get away from that that's enough about john the mcpike mansion was constructed and here we go megan's just gonna butcher this <laughs> was constructed in Italian ma'am. All right. Sorry. Did anybody hear that? I have to introduce someone new. I'm not, usually she I would cut li- name yet. No, I know. Usually I would cut little tidbits like that. Like now you all know my secret. Sorry. Uh-huh. But there's a kitty that is playing on Megan's leg right now. She's jumping up. Here she comes. Oh, she's up. She's up. <laughs> so we've been calling her Porch Cat. She's a very pretty calico. Oh, she's a baby angel. And we found her outside front to claude and spade no one has claimed her she was obviously somebody's cat so i think we've right. just like low-key taken her, her on yeah yeah and so i we, there's a couple names that have been thrown around but for <laughs> no good reason the name that has stuck is we she was being pet the other day on the table maddie was petting her and was playing with her little toe beans like you do cat of course you play with cats, cats that let you like toe bean fur right, right. and she was fine with it until she wasn't, and then she just did a quick, like, get out of here, and kicked her leg. <laughs> Tell me why she kicked my glass of water and shattered it in one swift kick. She's like, boo. Like, it didn't hit the floor and break. It- no, she just <laughs> knocked a chunk of glass, like, a perfect uh, triangle of glass out of my cup. My God. So... <laughs> So, I've been calling her Bruce, like Bruce Banner. So, her name is Bruce for now. I don't know if it's going to stick. But I so- called her Bruce Tina earlier. Bruce Tina. Because <laughs> it was, I, there's a couple that have been floating around, but for some reason, I keep calling her Bruce now, and I'm like, watch this cat's name be Bruce. Such a pretty, like, medium-haired calico. 
oh, named she, Bruce. She's so clingy. My God. Yeah. So she who's, she's who knocked the microphone is, and is insisting on laying on Megan's shoulders right now. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to have to project a little bit because now she's craned my neck away from the mic. All right. We'll see. I'll just, I'll just crank you up. Okay. Here but we speak go. speak loudly. Here we go. Thank you. <laughs> Not that loud. Anyway. Gosh darn it. The McPike Mansion was constructed in Italian, Italiente Victorian style. I Did I do good? Sounds great. I have Yay. no idea. Hello? Italiente Victorian style. There we go. And stands as one of the more elaborate homes in Alton. It contains 16 rooms and a vaulted <laughs> wine cellar. Ooh. Wow. It was originally built on a country estate of 15 acres that McPike called Mount Lookout. Okay. Thanks to McPike's interest in all things horticultural, the estate was planted with rare trees and shrubs, or, or oh my God, help me. Orchard. Rare trees and shrubs, <laughs> orchards, flowers, and extensive vineyards. The owner became the prop. Why do they put so many words in here that I can't pronounce? Like, I feel like an idiot. They want you to feel like an idiot. The owner became the propagator of the... Holy cow. The propagator of the McPike grape, which became known across the country. Have you ever heard of McPike grapes? No. And, like, here's the thing. If you need to move her while I'm speaking... I'm not to move the mic. I don't know if I can move her. Okay. Well, anyway, you do what you do. So, I just... Oh, I see what she's done. <laughs> yes. I can't imagine, no offense, a super fancy grape coming out of southern Illinois. I don't know. I know every growing area is different, but like, okay. Anyway, there is no question that this one is one of the most beautiful homes in the area. The McPike family lived on a, the estate for some time after the death of Henry McPike, but records are unclear about some of the dates. It has been stated that they stayed in the house until around 1936, while other records say the home was owned by Paul A. Oh, you guys and your names. L Latchinger? That who, sounds right, yeah. Mm -hmm, who purchased the house in 1908 and lived there until his death until around 1930. So I don't know why there's differing records here. They're saying that McPike family lived in there until 1936, but supposedly this guy buy, bought it in 1908. I've heard, and I came across Paul in my research, so mm -hmm. I feel like what I heard is that was the truth. Yeah. Despite some inaccuracies about dates, the house has since been listed in the National Register of Historic Places. However, it has also been listed on another not-so-prestigious list, the Landmarks Preservation Council of Illinois' list of the 10 most endangered historic places in the state. Well, that sucks. Didn't even know that existed or was a nope. thing. The years have not been kind to the McPike Mansion and has been abandoned and in disrepair since the 1950s. Since that time, weather and vandals have caused some pretty major damage to the structure. The house once had a number of marble fireplaces and some very extravagant woodwork, but all of that was stolen during the time of its uh, when it was unoccupied. Of course it was. Why? People are awful. Uh, windows were broken, plaster cracked, floors deteriorated. Uh, 
just on and on like they've just totally trashed this house yeah the place is in desperate need of repair but the enormous price tag makes it a daunting task estimates of the roof alone reach up to about fifty thousand dollars my god for the roof yeah that's in that's insane but some hope does remain that the mcpike mansion will not become just a memory in 1994 sharon and george ludke purchased the house at auction as of this writing they are continuing their efforts to restore the home and turn it into a bed and breakfast or a historical attraction all right and when was this written again you said 2007 is what i believe it has been an uphill battle but they have continued trying to bring attention to the house as a historical site with tours and outings Honestly, the same thing happened to a house in the Indianapolis, Indiana area. Mm-hmm. And we were pretty devastated to find out that it's no longer functioning as anything. Not a haunted attraction, not as Oh, is historical. that the one that we showed up with intent and there was just no no one, nowhere yeah. to go? Okay. And we may cover it one day, but... Um, that was kind of annoying that we drove all the way out there and got there and it's just nothing. Like, that... Please take care of your historical things in your uh, it just drives me nuts just watching yeah. things go to ruin like uh, that like i'll never be i will never forgive them about the Terre Haute house i won't yeah anyway. like the hilton's nice don't get me wrong but yeah i remember watching that getting torn down and being like why yeah sharon ludke also believes the house is haunted her unusual encounters at the house carry much more weight given the time she has spent there than the claims of trespassers, so-called psychics, and curiosity seekers who came to the house simply because it looked haunted. Which, just because it looks haunted doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that it is. is. And vice versa, just because it doesn't look haunted doesn't mean it's not. She she getting all... Oh my word, she tangled, tangled up, up in my your headphones. Headphones, I had to stop you guys. If it sounded like I was muffled, so sorry. She's just, she's very needy. She really likes you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, where was I? Oh, there have been hundreds of stories which have circulated about the mansion, from the chilling to the downright silly. But Sharon's claims that of, of the ghost of Paul Latchinger, I don't know why I have such a hard time with his name, haunts the place. <laughs> she believes that his ghost haunts the place and seems to be the most credible. He is one of the few spirits who is alleged to haunt the place for which a real historical connection exists. So, you know, you can make up little girl ghost or whatever, like the lady in white. Mm -hmm. But he, this is a documented man who lived there at some point. So his story makes the most sense. Yeah. Sharon says that she had her first encounter with Latchinger's ghost about six weeks after she bought the house. She was on the property watering some plants and saw a man standing in the window looking out towards where she was standing in the front yard. A chill came over her, but she noted that the man who'd vanished was wearing a striped shirt and a tie. Sharon has a photograph of Paul Latchinger wearing an identical outfit. Ooh. Dum, dum, dum. I know I'm getting into your stuff, so I'll try to like yeah. <laughs> skip around that. Anyway, as mentioned, there have been hundreds of stories told about this house, and there are those who claim that a legion of spirits still haunt the place. The main problem with taking these stories too seriously involves the fact that this house was locally regarded as the, quote, neighborhood haunted house for years and was a place where teenagers were come to hang out and party, which tends to happen to outdoor unattended haunted places. Yeah. Well, I guess not haunted places, but just unattended places in general. Mm -hmm. Supposedly haunted. In more recent times, the claims of mediums and attention seekers have further muddied the waters. 
And while I am not convinced that all of the local stories are true, there is more than here. There is more here than meets the eye. I've been lucky enough to take part in some paranormal investigations at the mansion that have left many of us scratching our heads, and I've seen some video footage that was filmed in the basement that remains unexplained. One investigation managed to pick up a curious event that is worth mentioning. Hmm. Oh, did they? Yeah. I don't know if you want me to mention it or if you want me to... Can you tell me the group or who did it? It is Troy Taylor and a paranormal group he went with, but they don't say who. So... I'm not sure, because I covered some things, but that doesn't sound familiar. Well, I mean, I can share it, and that can lead into your experience. This can be our first experience. Yeah, so that's, so that's the history that you've got on the McPike that's Mansion. That's all I, yep. So after that, they end with their own personal experience in the McPike Mansion. So this is someone, I feel like, based off the writing alone, that you can tell they believe in the paranormal, but they lean on the side of skepticism Mm -hmm. so it's like eh. i mean i'll check it out but right just just based off how they write yeah so So, i mean if you want to cover that i don't think i've covered that okay well i can go ahead and uh send off with troy taylor's personal experience and then Kelsey's going to share a couple more here that I have not heard of. So we both get to surprise each other. Right. I guess maybe this is a downfall that we haven't run into yet. Like, I'm hoping... I don't I don't think... Because the main guy that I'm going to talk about, his name is Scott. So... Okay. So I think we're okay. Yeah, I assume... See, I tried to stay away from firsthand stories. And I was trying to cut out some of the stuff that he had mentioned, but... That was a really nice segue, so I'm like, do I just leave you on a cliffhanger? <laughs> no, I, I don't like cliffhangers. I don't like not knowing. Well, and Troy did such a good job, I think we need to share their story. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you that now, and then Kelsey's going to follow up with some more spooky stuff. Yes. So Troy said, while the entire group was gathered in the wine cellar of the house, a, a step down the basement... One of the group members became uncomfortable in the small enclosed space and asked to go upstairs. I mean, she's not wrong. They're not wrong. Yeah. (laughs) She was accompanied upstairs by another woman who was present, and soon the group in the cellar was waiting patiently for her to return. After a few moments, the sound of the second woman's footsteps could be heard descending the steps, descending the basement stairs, and then crossing the basement floor. The steps were followed by short a short pause, and then the metal door to the wine cellar opened, scraping the stone floor as it did so. Okay. <laughs> One problem, though. Nobody was behind that door. We don't like that. Both women who had left were still upstairs, and no one had come back down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that. I, that is creepy. Mm-hmm. And they end with, for now, I will leave you with that and allow the reader to be the judge of the authenticity of the events here for themselves. Don't be as quick to judge as I originally was, though. A visit to the house just might reveal that there is more here than meets the eye. Yeah, and that's, so in my research, that's kind of what I was coming across as either people who were like, I'm a little skeptical, and they're like, maybe I shouldn't have been skeptical. Mm-hmm. And I mean, unfortunately, just like any other haunted location there are also people who are like i came here because i heard all these things and it's as haunted as a sock drawer kind of thing like yeah they just didn't have any experiences or anything scary happen happened to them but i did see 
mostly positive Google reviews because I since that's been written, obviously they are now I believe they're open to investigations, and I thought it was open as a bed and breakfast now. I'm almost positive. That I don't know, honestly. I'm going to have to double check now. But the thing that one of the reviews was like, wasted my money, drove all the way here, and there's nothing. It's like, okay, well, no one asked you to. <laughs> right? Don't be a negative Nancy. Okay, well, I guess while you're looking into that, I'm going to go ahead and start my little segments. Uh, I had this written in a certain order, but for some reason, hearing you tell your bit, I want to switch around how I'm going to read it. So the first thing I'm actually going to cover is a news article or a news story that was done. Uh, what was it? In 2018, so three years ago. Okay. And this is from Fox to St. Louis. So again, actually, almost a lot. A lot of my sources were coming from St. Louis. That's how I knew that St. Louis was pretty close to Alton. Uh huh. So this was. It's kind of. It reminded me a lot of when. Remember when we did Ashmore how our local news station did a story with Ashmore and that yeah. kind of this is this is sort of the same concept a guy went asked questions he didn't stay overnight like our weatherman did but <laughs> yeah. he did go and interview the owners and like some of the caretakers and things like that so I'm just going to read what I have written here and hopefully not sniffle through the whole thing I've tried to keep my sniffling to a minimum but it's getting it's getting hard folks okay so People in Alton must know they live in. So you said you said earlier that they said it's the most haunted location in Alton. It was the infamous McPike Mansion. Yeah, the most haunted location in Alton, Illinois, right? I believe so. Well, not only that. Are you are you ready for what it also is known as? Oh, I can't wait. The most haunted small town in America. Of course it is. On of multiple, course it is. Multi- Actually. <laughs> multiple sources. There were several sites that said that. There were several videos that they were doing like top 10 most scariest places in America. And that was like, it was number two on one video. Yeah. And number one and another one. I guess I will say I like that they designated this the most haunted small town in America. Yes. Which I feel like kind of brings us back to our roots to the whole small town right uh-huh. We're, we, we came back we made it <laughs> anyway so there's the lo- local fox news that ran the store about this mansion three years ago i'm sorry i'm like having a hard time breathing and talking at the same time <laughs> watch this cold just take me out this is how i go oh my god okay here we go they ran the story three years ago they were talking to part of this family that had been renovating the mansion at first i thought they were the owners he, they didn't do a very good job of saying like this is so-and-so who does this. He's just like, oh, this is Eric and his daughter, Claire. I'm like, okay, well, what? Do, who are they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, I'm guessing they're the people who work on the house because they were talking about, you know, the work that they do. So he had asked if they had seen any ghosts while they were renovating, and Eric said that the original doors to the building had been off of the hinges for decades, I guess. So... They decided to put them back on because why wouldn't you do that? Um, but the wind, so they have the doors open because they were walking in, like in and out, cleaning the place, working on the place. But the wind kept blowing the doors shut, mm-hmm. which whatever. They went to lunch. They shut the doors, went to lunch. They came back. The doors are still shut. Cool. He walked up to the house and bent over to grab his tools. And when he leaned, when he stood back up, the door was open. Like, the doors were wide open, and he didn't hear them. Like, it wasn't windy, so it couldn't have blown them open. Mm -hmm. Just, they were just open. Surprise! 
and he didn't know why. And then the news guy had also asked Claire, the daughter, if she had experienced anything. I feel really bad because I was confused when he's like, this is Eric and his daughter, Claire. The sun was hitting her hair just right that it looked like she had just a full head of curly gray hair. And I was like, oh, wow, no. she looked like a little old lady. That's why I was like, is this supposed to be a hello, young ma- young lady, like a silly joke, but she was an old woman. She started talking. I was like, dang, this girl's like 15. There's no oh, way. No. The sun just wasn't doing her any favors. But anyway, Claire said that one time when she was in the house and she was heading towards the cellar, she heard, as she was walking down the stairs, she heard a large crash come from down in the cellar. So she's like, well, poop. And like, starts <laughs> scuttling down the stairs quickly to see what happens. And she got down there. And again, just like Ashmore that I mentioned a minute ago, there was no sign of anything that had fallen or broken. Like, she heard the crashing noise, got down there, nothing on the floor, nothing amiss. It mm-hmm. just, it was I fine. I feel that. Been there. <laughs> I know. I feel, as I was doing this, there are a lot of similarities between this place and Ashmore. Even, honestly, the way the building looks, the way the house looks, looks a lot like Ashmore. Yeah, and I, in my research, I saw a lot of people agree that the basement, and particularly the wine cellar, tend to be the most active yeah and th- those are the biggest draws that's what i learned in my research as well yeah so that's kind of that's all ha- they had for the renovators i don't know what to call them but the the <laughs> father-daughter duo uh-huh and so then he's walking down to the cellar the news anchor is walking down to the cellar talking about this house and he turns the corner as he's talking about how spooky the wine cellar is and there are two people standing, like, back in the distance. Out, and, and when he turns around, he's like, oh, my good!" Like, it was very, very <laughs> staged. staged. He's like, oh, my goodness. And who are you? And they're like, we're the owners. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> but so three years ago, this is George and Sharon. They're still the same owners as of 2018. Mm-hmm. And he had, of course, asked them, do you guys think this is haunted? Do, and as we know now, you talked about it. They do think the place is haunted. She's got stories. She runs tours. She runs investigations and things like that. So, of course, they think it's haunted. I did see that. They do have tours, investigations, but it is not a bed and breakfast like they wanted it to be. Not yet. Correct. Which, okay, I say they do those things. So, of course, they they think it's haunted. Not necessarily true. There are people who it's just a cash grab for them. They don't have to think that it's haunted. Also been there. Yeah, but I do believe that they think that this place is haunted. Yes, there goes the litter box. I didn't again. know what that was. I thought it was a train. <laughs> no, it's the litter box. Walk, look at her stare expectantly. Like, look at it go. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, but these people, I think, do genuinely think that their mansion is haunted because Sharon talked about multiple in, uh, encounters that she had had where she thought she had seen a ghost, heard a ghost, whatever, what have you. Mm-hmm. She said seven weeks after they bought the house in 1994... She saw a man in the second story window, and this is the the instance that you talked about, yeah, that she saw him clear enough that she could see the shirt and the tie that he was wearing, and she believed that it was Paul, the last owner of the house, before they had gotten that. Mm -hmm. She did say, what, I don't know, you didn't say plethora, you said like, just a lot of spirits, I don't know, just a lot of spirits. Oh yeah, I don't remember the word they used. At this at this recording, believe that they had about ten spirits in the mansion. Oh, okay. Um, but of course, her husband George, she was speaking for him, like he barely spoke at all. But she's like, George experienced some other some other spirits as well, 
And I'll go ahead and give you one guess as to what those spirits are, Megan. What are they? Is it a legion of spirits? Because that's what they called it. No, no. So there's the yeah. There's like the ten spirits or so that she knows inhabit the house. But George also encountered another type of spirit in the house. Can you guess what it is? I give you one guess. A demon. No. Oh. I was was going with the eye roll. There's an eye roll involved. Oh. Native Americans, Megan. Yeah, of course. Of Don't course, be silly. Of course. Well, I will say should have known. <laughs> I know. I'll say in the video they said Indians, but we know they're talking about Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And that's all they said. She's like, George saw spirit saw some spirits, didn't you, George? And basically elbowed him. He's like, Yep. Right over there. And like that's <laughs> a, like that's not exactly how it went. He was basically just a yes, it's a very scary. And Sharon uh-huh. just kept talking more, but she's like, he saw, he saw, I'm saying, Native American ghosts. Uh-huh. Oh, just, this was their land. They're gonna be there. Just get right. over it, Lord. Anywho, so, so like I said, they run the tours, they run these investigations, uh, and Sharon was recalling a time that she was doing one of these tours, and she said it was like a group of fifth or sixth grade boys with their parents i don't know why just boys but that's what it is anyway so the boys and their parents and they were in the cellar and she was asking the spirits if you look if you see pictures of this cellar they have it set up like a little a little like concert down did you see all the seats and everything in there did you happen to see pictures of this no troy had one picture on their blog that it's pretty tiny but it just shows, like, the enclosed space, I okay, think. Okay, so imagine just a ton of patio chairs, like the cheap plastic white patio chairs that we had for a long time. Mm-hmm. Ro- like, three or four rows of those, end to end, so everyone can just sit down there and ask questions. And I don't know, it looks kind of odd to me, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. It's their thing. So they were down there asking, can any spirits interact with us, you know? Physically, by sound, by touch, by whatever. Just let us know that you're here. And when she asked the spirits to interact, the cellar doors, like, you know, away from everybody, Mm -hmm. slammed shut. Okay. So it kind of falls in line with that same story of they opened and someone walked in. Yeah. So the front doors, yeah, the front doors were open. The story I told where they were in the wine cellar and the doors Mm -hmm. opened and... Yeah, this one she said, can you tell us that you're here? And the door slammed closed. Uh Uh-huh. So the cellar is definitely... The cellar and that second story seem to be where people talk about the most. Mm -hmm. What they experience, what they see, what have you. Mostly the cellar, but still. So there was a second news story that ran. And this was KSDK News. I don't know why I had to say that really slow because I was just going to mess up those four letters for some reason. Mm-hmm. So this actually ran 13 days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, fancy. And it, it's still the same. Like, I saw that it was thir- posted 13 days and they talked about the owners. And sure enough, there sits Sharon talking about her shorts like, Sharon! So <laughs> since 1994, Sharon and George are still the owners of this place. Like you said, they haven't made it a bed and breakfast yet. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Dreams do come true. We'll, yep. we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the same information from three years ago. But she did give another instance that she didn't mention in that first story. Which was... She was taught. She said that when they got in there, 
when they initially got in there, the place, like you said, was trashed, hooligans, what have you. Mm -hmm. And she was walking through one of the rooms and tripped over some boards on the floor Mm -hmm. and started to fall when she suddenly just felt something like grab her jacket and pull her. So she suddenly didn't lose her balance. Like she just felt a tug on her jacket. Mm -hmm. And that's when she... I mean, it sounds like she believed in spirits, but now she believed that these spirits were okay because she's like, honestly, it felt like they were trying to keep me from falling because Mm -hmm. she was definitely going to fall and then she just didn't. We're here for a helpful spirit. Yeah. So, oh, I also put in there that they, this different news station three years later, two weeks ago, also claims that Alton is considered one of the most haunted small towns in America because, I mean... I guess it is. Maybe we gotta go someday. I don't know. Well, it's on our to-do list. I know. I do still want to go. There's the tours and the investigations. I mean, these are unprecedented times, so we'll see, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, now I'm going to cover the piece that I actually had first, because this had a lot of, like... This was an actual ghost hunting group. They did an investigation, and they got some. they got some good evidence. So, we're gonna discuss that now. This is from the Bi-State Paranormal Group. I will say that this video is old. It's from May of 2009. Okay. But, I mean, evidence is evidence. It is what it is. And the video was actually kind of short. I sort of liked the way that they set it up. Because he said, like, he starts the video, he's like, well, it's 2.30 in the morning. We're at the McPike Mansion in Alton, Illinois. Um, I'm doing this for editing purposes, and he's like, here's what we physically experienced, what we heard, what we saw throughout the night, uh, and then I'm go- now I'm going to go home and go through this, this, all these evidence that we've collected, uh-huh. and if we have things, you'll see them, and if not, the video's about to end here, but here you go, uh-huh. and uh, luckily they did have things, I got nervous, but, uh-huh. but it's kind of nice, like he saved himself some time, he's like, I'm going to go ahead and tell you now while it's fresh in my head, what physically happened, and then I'm going to go check stuff. If there is something, we'll let you know. If not, see you next time. Honestly, not a bad idea, because we have ran into that, where we're, like, so tired after investigating. We're like, oh, we'll talk about it later. And then, you know, several days later, we're like, when did that happen? Did that happen? Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. it's We have such terrible memories. We re- It's honestly note taken. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I will say this, like it was only a six or seven minute video, but a lot of what he had to say happened to them here. Again, it's like eerily similar in ways to the experience that we had at Ashmore Estates. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's Ashmore, Illinois, Alton, Illinois. Who knows? Illinois is a weird place. (laughs) Okay. So the guy's name is Scott. I can't remember his last name. Sorry. I'll put links to these videos as well. I, I got These all came from like YouTube videos. I can put the links in the description of the show. Or in the description of the episode. Sorry. <laughs> I, listen. The, the sickness is taking me. Oh, God. Okay, so Scott mentioned how they had all of their equipment with them. This is 2009, but they still had a lot of, you know, like, IR cameras, static cameras. I think they, I mean, obviously, voice recorders. I don't know about, like, spirit boxes or anything beyond that. But, like, the typical stuff. Mm-hmm. So they had that all packed with them, ready to go. They were going to have a long night there. Sounds like they wrapped around 2.30, which sometimes is a long night, depending on when you get started. (laughs) And shortly after arriving, all of the electrical equipment started malfunctioning and or dying. Mm -hmm. One camera completely died, and they were never able to get it back up and running. It just stopped. Huh. 
the mobile camcorder I know I'm like do they even call it camcorders anymore but like the camera that Scott specifically was holding throughout the night also died okay and then another handheld camera died as well they had really he said he emphasized so I know he was annoyed he's like we had some really nice two-way radios two-way radios right I was like go on go on And they had them apparently set on two channels, channel five, and then there was a secure channel five, and that channel, and you, and they locked them, so that way no, like, random static could come through, no trucker interference could come through. Right. And, like, they're, they had those channels set, they had them locked, and they had charged them for six or seven hours before the investigation, but one on the second story in that second story bedroom where Sharon said she saw she thought she saw Paul the radio died and the the other so they had someone up on the second story it died or it started malfunctioning he said every time he went in that room it would anywhere else in the house that radio worked fine as soon as he went in that second bedroom he said it was like a garbled mess you couldn't hear what was going on uh they kept dying so he would go, like, charge them and try coming back in the house again. And they were able to get some, some you know, something out of it. Right. But between the malfunctioning and the dying, it just, I don't know. And also, like, the weird malfunctioning that really happened in the second story room is that, like I said, they had that locked on channel 5 and the secure channel 5. When he stepped in that room, it started jumping channels. Even though he had the radios locked, he said it would jump up to seven, six, five. Jump back up to seven, six, five. And then when he left that room, nothing. It was fine. Huh. So. That's different. Yeah, I was like, like, I can't, it's been so long since we've had our two-way radios, but Mm -hmm. they should not have, like, actually technically been able to move channels. Right. And they did when they were in that room neat yeah so spooky and it sounds like basically any equipment that went in that room died and then on the on a physical side they said one of their investigators while they were of course down in the cellar kept periodically just feeling someone like tugging on their elbow just pulling on their elbow yeah elbow skin yeah i know don't (laughs) tug my elbow skin (laughs) i know i'm i'm demonstrating it like that i don't know if it was their elbow skin or if they had a jacket on but they said they kept feeling someone repeatedly like touching their elbows okay (laughs) which like that's gross physically like in the moment they said they didn't really notice much after that and then he's like we'll we'll go through evidence if we find something we'll let you know Yay, they found a few things, which they then, you know, showed us. We appreciate that. Uh-huh. And they found some footage. They talked about this white anomaly that showed up in a static camp, like just one that was sitting, shooting down, I think, the front hallway or something like that. They couldn't necessarily say it was paranormal. They couldn't write it off. They're like, it's weird. We're not necessarily saying it's ghosts, but it was just a split second of like, it almost looked like a camera flash just but but not i'll like again like i said i'm gonna post the links to these videos so you can see it for yourself it's really hard to explain what it looked like but they weren't going and saying oh it's ghosts they're like we just don't know what this is right was it kind of like the flash at the house in brazil sort sort of yeah okay something like that but the other thing is it had a very crisp cutoff line 
Oh. Like, it was like someone had something to Almost stop. like a shutter. Sort of, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. But, what they did find was a really solid EVP oh, that they also yes. listed. Yeah. Love these. I know. I said, I know if they're anything like us when we found the EVP evidence from Mildam, which, if you haven't heard that yet, donate to Patreon and you can catch that because that's some of Can't the best EVPs we've ever gotten. Like We say it every time, but honestly, cannot get over yeah, that. Donate to Patreon. You can hear those things. I think we got like six solid EVPs out of that. Oh, yeah. I Something like that. So, go check that out. Anyway, if they were as excited as we were about that, they were probably pretty stoked about this one. Yes, it was just one, but, like, it's one of those it's so clear. You're like, I don't know. We just have to take their word for it. I don't know if they doctored this or not, but it's pretty darn good. So they had asked if anyone was there, anyone wanted to communicate. This went on for about 10, 15 seconds, and then you hear a response. And that response is, I almost, do you want me to, so do you want me to play it for you? And you guess? If you or, can, I don't know how much Yeah, I, I do have it queued up, actually, so. I think it's it's a little bit that I have queued up, so you're going to hear him the whole, like, 15-second stretch that I'm talking about where he keeps saying, if anyone's here, talk to us, blah, blah, blah. Let me make sure I got the right thing. Yes, okay, so hopefully y'all can hear this. If not, I'll cut that, too. Whoops. <laughs> He's saying Henry. Oh my goodness! I just realized. Ew! I have chill. I just realized Henry McPike is the dad. The he OG said Henry. <laughs> Henry guest McPike. Oh, it sounds that... demonic, and I hate to use that word. It's it just sounds... so okay. This sounds. Rid- I'm. I'm sorry. We have. We've gotten some very convincing EVPs sessions. Yes. From locations, from a couple of locations that we've been to, um, lest we forget the Rotary Jail. Mm-hmm. God. That <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, but, again, Patreon content. Go there. <laughs> yeah, that. If you want to talk about co- content, EVPs that you're like, that's so clear, that can't be real. One dollar a month will get you the Rotary Jail EVP of some, some ghost Tell, talking crap about me, basically. I, <laughs> just talking crap about, it's fine, just do it. Yeah, my initial reaction is that sounds fake. That sounds yeah. like some guy just went, like yeah. I could do that. No, I know, because it's but, so low and grumbly and clear. But then I think about the Rotary Jail and the clearest day to the point that we had to listen to it so many times to make sure it wasn't one of us talking. Yeah, we had to isolate who was speaking when, who was standing where, how close were we Lining to this voice Lining up video recorder. cameras, like, was the person holding this camera talking when that was... Like, like you it's don't clear understand. enough that we had to make sure it was not one of the physical people in that room speaking. We would not have posted that sound, that clip, if we couldn't if we would have debunked it. Like, I'll tell you, we went over that one particular EVP 
for an uncomfortable amount of yeah, time. We will not post it unless we're sure. Yeah. Or unless we have an idea in that one. Anyway. So I'm hoping these guys did the same. Like, it's one of those, you're never going to believe us, but this is real. Well, you can hear that there. You hear how clear. I'm sure you guys probably got the buzz that was going on, too. But you hear the voices. You hear each of their voices. And, like, how far away they sound from the voice recorder and any right. back. That's not someone's stomach growling. That's not, I'm sure someone could go if they wanted to, <laughs> but like, why would you? Yeah. Like you, you have to take a step back and think logically what could be making that noise in that moment. And there's really no explanation for it. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I, at first I was like, Henry. Okay. And then Henry. Henry guest <laughs> McPike. Weird. Okay. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's not bad. I wonder if they're still out investigating somewhere. We've been investigating that long. Let's, I know. I found... So I found two videos from them. One of them was 13 years ago. And it was it was okay. And then I found this one. I found another one. I was like, oh, yeah. And it was like 12 years ago. I went, Aww. okay. Uh-huh. So I don't know if they're still doing stuff. I meant to look into it. But I, I liked the way they presented it. It was very clear to the point. A lot of explaining, but not over-explanation. So good stuff. Go check out By State Paranormal if they're still a thing. And they're talking Missouri and Illinois by state. That's cool. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> I will say I, I didn't include it, but there was another YouTube video that I came across that was kind of funny. Like, I'm not even quite sure what the group was supposed to be, but this group of people went to do an investigation there. And tell me why, like, there was a black dude in in the group and he's just like, you know how this stuff happens. You know what happens to the black guys. I'm going to be the first one to die down there. Oh, like, God. <laughs> and it wasn't set up like it was supposed to be funny. He was just genuinely talking like that. Oh, God. Just and then, nervous like, talking. Yeah, the girl ended it with, I mean, I, I was a skeptic until I left, but now, like, watch these ghosts try to kill me or something after I leave because I talked about them like this. And I was like, oh. man, these people are wild. This is another uh, group that investigated yeah i can't exactly remember what it was but it was something like that and i was like i can't tell if this is satire or not but i don't think it was but that's that's what i've got as far as experiences go for the mcpike i'm sure there's plenty of others but just little things yeah i just i like i said it wasn't a ton but from that bi-state paranormal i just really liked what they presented and how they presented it so that's what i used yes Liked it. I would like to go. It is not out of the realm of possibility. It looks like it's about two hours and 40 minutes from here. As a matter of fact, we looked into going there a while back. And it, but it That's was true. Yeah. During the hype of COVID. And I believe that it, it just very few and far between on the investigations or the tours they have available. So yeah. that may have changed at this point. So possibly, I mean, maybe? since they ran a news story right before Halloween, I would like to think there's a little more availability now, but right and not to be weird but like she wasn't wearing a mask in the video either so like i feel like we may be a little more chill over there now okay well definitely uh something to look into again list yeah Yeah. we didn't forget you alton i can't we've looked at that god that was a long time ago yeah like i said during the hype of like kind of the peak of covid not really the peak but we were still we were early on into this when we were, because we started knowing we had locations and we're like, uh-oh, we got to go to more locations. Yeah. So that was during early, you know, research. Mm-hmm. Wow. Crazy. 
There you I'm go. I'm glad we covered it. That was a good one. It was, yeah. And I like, and it seems more tangible. It's silly because the EAO or IAO, you know, now that I say EAO sounds a lot better. Mm-hmm. Theater, the Gongium Psychiatric Hospital or whatever. Like, those are all cool, but they seem, I'm a very, like, visible, visual learner. Uh-huh. And it, they don't seem tangible to me. It just seems like reading a story this i can picture it and maybe it's because i was finding a lot of similarities to ashmore but this to me is like far more tangible and i could see going there and investigating there right yep that's what i got I think again that's I another cough Sorry. i know <laughs> listen just let her die in peace in there. Right. she's not yelling for help so i know at least she's not doing a breathing treatment you would know you would feel the floor shaking if she was doing a breathe i'm not joking it's like it's just straight steroids basically liquid steroids that she just breathes in through an like a mask but the like machine shakes the floor a little bit yikes it's fun it's good stuff she got the asthma (laughs) (laughs) okay we should probably wrap it up okay i will i swear okay okay all right all right all right yeah here we go all right (laughs) i'm sorry why are we doing oh i'm getting threatened i'm getting threatened she heard me talking smack okay don't go off in the bathroom oh my god (laughs) give us like one more minute realistically like five but what i'm giving us the the credits right now oh yeah if you like what you hear and (laughs) you want to check out what else we've been up to and we talk about you can visit us on all of our social media facebook instagram and twitter still have a tiktok and tiktok one of these days we'll get videos up there you know we'll probably start going through our old footage our camera footage and see if we can't get something cool for you guys that is the plan and literally i promise you i i I always mean well and i i want to do these things and then you know i get mono and then i get a cold and then (laughs) something else stupid happens we acquire a seventh cat i don't know there's just always something life is crazy Anyway, we have all these social medias that we are occasionally posting on, so you should go check those out. We're doing our best. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got our website, or so they say pod.com, where you can also find all the links to our social media and past episodes that we've done you can also find links to our patreon and paypal our patreon is a monthly subscription that you can donate anything from one dollar all the way up to ten dollars or you can go above and beyond if your heart desires and that all goes towards helping us build this podcast and continue to bring you content and when we can travel like alton alton illinois definitely in the possibility and these donations 100 percent help that yeah there's a couple of places we've talked about recently that if we can swing it we'd like to go and but it costs money because this is a capitalistic society and it is <laughs> what it is but yeah the you if you donate to our patreon you get the weird inside jokes that we've been mentioning this whole time inside jokes you know what i mean (laughs) it's like the mildam evps some of our favorite we've been doing this for 14 years now still some of my favorite evp Mm -hmm. well probably more than 14 uh like 17 years what the heck (gasps) (gasps) it's been a long time (laughs) point is like some of the most compelling evps we've ever captured in 17 years Mm -hmm. some of the coolest places we've been just you can't get that without donating we 
you you got to help us out somewhere. Sorry. Right. Well, and even just a dollar a month, one dollar a month will get you access to all of that. You don't have to, you know, pay exorbitant amounts to get access to these things. Right. Just, and I'll be honest, I went back recently and listened to these things and they it's worth the dollar a month to oh, just hear because it's still I was there I took these recordings and I'm still like dang dang every right. time and you guys are what keep this going I mean those donations and the the PayPal even unfortunately it doesn't give you access to that extra stuff but you can do a one-time donation of any amount to our PayPal and all of that 100% helps I mean you guys are paying uh you're our boss paying for our job you know you're giving us our paycheck to keep this thing going to keep the boat afloat so Thanks. we appreciate that oh, oh the man. cat the cat leave the mic <laughs> please alone. miss just one more minute I'm not, i refuse to cut this you're getting everything that happened in this episode folks oh my god oh please where was i um we also have merch at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod where we've got all sorts of stuffs and things with all sorts of stuff and things on them <laughs> and uh, you yes, can, that's very poetically put. Thank you. You can sport it. You can carry it. You can wear it. Just take it around town. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Yeah. <laughs> They'll want to know why you're wearing a rainbow ghost and say, but make it spooky. Because that was our pride design that we just never took down because it's pride all the time. I, I am. Yes, it's me. <laughs> it's because I'm gay all the time. So you get it all the time. Surprise. <laughs> and then <Sorry>. we... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Every first of the month, which you, if you missed last week's episode, we spend the first week of the month doing listener episodes. So that's telling your guys' stories or other people's experience that we don't necessarily bore you with the history if that's not your thing. If you fast forward through it, honestly, it kind of hurts, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, we do cry about it. I hope you know. We can see, you know, we can see those things. We can see what parts of the episodes you listen to. So you better not skip it. Yeah. But if you I really. I we can do that. Now I'm going to call you guys out honestly i didn't know we could do you can't that. you can see like what percentage of people listened to what section of so it, i mean like anything else you see it start high and taper off throughout so right oh rip <laughs> look out stay for the experience i mean i mean i guess if you're just a history buff and that's all you're here for then sure but every first of the month, we do listener episodes or firsthand accounts where we skip all the boring history and we take you straight to the good stuff. We take you to those firsthand that accounts. spooky stuff. And if you have any spooky stories that you want to share with us, you can send them to our email at or so they say pod at gmail.com. And then the first of the month, if you've got something good, something juicy, we'll share it with the rest of our listeners. <laughs> and I believe that covers it yeah that's all i think i end it the same every time and i'm always concerned that i've forgotten something <laughs> you i don't know i'll end up we and i know we've said this before we'll write you a little like list to go off of each time but we just don't do that no we're nope. pros now we're obviously pros at this yep Okay, well, I have to rest. I'm dying. I, I have to work tomorrow if I don't wake up dead, so... The cats are getting restless. The sick are getting restless. I think we have to get off here. I know. I, got, I gotta sleep. Oh, my God. There's the two cats, of them now. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right, we gotta go, folks. See you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Visit us at our website, or so they say pod.com, where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal, 
check out our merch at redbubble.com, and find links to all our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.